0: Won, two,
1: won, two, three, one. Welcome back to Preps KC's football Friday night driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach Harold Wamsgons, And this is our Missouri hour where we talk all things Missouri as class sixes in the state championship round and one through five are in the semifinals. Well, coach, we had uh, had some games that, that were interesting last week. You know, I I, I well let's just start starting class one. Adrian gets a good win um in there they're in the semifinal uh East buchanan takes care of Gallatin 14-6 they're in the semifinals so we got two area teams in semifinals in class 1 it's 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 good to see and we'd like to see both those teams win this week and be in the state finals that would be fantastic in class 2 we did not have such luck with the, the two different quarterfinals that we had um, as Holden met up with Lamar, expectedly, I, I thought, uh, 54 to nothing, they got handled by Lamar. And then Lafayette County, Bowling Green, two, second time they played him in two years, Bowling Green gets them 30-22. to 22. Did Bowling Green win two years ago when they no, played? No, but Lafayette County beat them last time, and now Bowling Green got them this time. So and that game is just, I think Bowling Green was just able to keep churning out first downs, and they couldn't get that offense off the field in some key spots, and that was that was a close game. 30-22 to 22 was a one-score game, that's what it was, so that was a good one.
2: And you know what? We don't see undefeated teams playing at home that lose very
1: often. No, we had no, two of uh, them last week. Yeah. And then uh, in Class 3, real quick, we had uh, Pleasant Hill going up, down 22-21 at half, win 43-28. We're going to talk with Coach Hamilton here in a little bit on, on one of our segments. He's got a REMAX Big 3 game. And then Class 4, Smithville uh, takes out center, 20 to nothing. Coach, I watched that game. Very impressive performance by Smithville.
2: Had to be a great defensive performance in their offense. You know, they've got weapons on offense. They, you know, they can move the football.
1: Class five, the the rematch of Fort Osage and Grain Valley went to Fort Osage again. And uh, a great game, 29 to 10. uh, Great game by Lorenzo Fenner. Had a kickoff return, 100 yards receiving. Uh, They really relied on him this week and uh, got him the ball. And you see what kind of difference maker he is. Plus,
2: Fort stages. Greg Minnie's an excellent quarterback. He does a great job of directing their offense and making good things happen in tight situations. Friday night, Class
1: 6, uh, Lee Summit North takes out DeSmet, 33-6. to six. Very impressive performance by Lee Summit North, Coach.
2: And they're going to need to have an impressive performance this week, that's for sure, in that state
1: championship game. But that was an impressive job. As they take on CBC, who – was down fourteen to twelve at halftime to Liberty North, and then just ran away with it 46 46-21. Uh Very impressed. Uh, CBC is a good team. They're they're definitely a good defending state champion coach. Didn't
2: they come out at the after after the half and score five straight touchdowns five on five possessions? Yes,
1: they did. It was definitely impressive. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk with East Buchanan coach Daniel Ritter and our own Cole Young as we preview Class One and then the smaller classes with Cole. We are listening to Prep's KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
4: When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes, someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for RE-MAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is Remax. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
5: I'm attorney Mike Pasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this.
3: Mike's got this. All you need to know. Eight one six triple eight seven five zero. Mike's got
6: this. Just like there are right handers and left handers, night owls and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want, in store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
1: Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons. On a program like this, wouldn't be possible with a great partner like BUnion.com. They're the sponsor of the BUnion.com Game of the Week for the first 10 weeks of the season, and also the BUnion.com All-Star Game presented by the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association. If you're interested in a job in the trade industries, go to BeUnion.com. We appreciate everything they do for high school football in the Metro. Let's go ahead and get back into the football and uh, bring in East Buchanan coach Daniel Ritter. And coach, uh, this is our second year, kind of late in the season, Thanksgiving week, as you go into the semifinals interview. And uh great win last week over a tough Gallatin team. And you guys have really the, – the playoffs the last few weeks have allowed you to show your defensive side. Uh, you know, everybody knows you guys could score points and you're, you're very talented offensively. And, the, and your defense has maybe gone under the radar most of the season. But the last few weeks – you guys have relied on that defense, and they have just been outstanding. Um, how do you how do you like the way that that side of the ball is playing right now?
8: Yeah, there's just really not a weak spot in our defense. Maybe some secondary guys, but I mean, for the most part, they they get the job done. Their weakness is just being short. Uh, that's <laughs> why we kind of had trouble last week with some of their six four and six six receivers. But uh, but I would say just a lack of uh, missing. We're not missing anything. We have good players all the way around. Uh, there's a few standout guys, but there's nobody lacking on our defense. And that, if we can just get them lined up in the right spot and doing the right things, these young men who are very athletic are just getting the job done. And that's why you're seeing very low scores on the defensive side.
2: Coach, as you prepare for this semifinal game and talk, talking about your defense, what are your concerns about their offense against your defense? How does your front seven match up? in the run game
8: well they have they have pretty simplistic uh running plays they're they're nothing too complicated they just they push the line of scrimmage and they hand it to you know a really big guy or they do zone read type things and and they they just pound the rock down your throat but uh i would say they're about 45 percent pass or so and their their pass game is nasty they they just have a lot of good things going in the pass game there's no weak spot on their offense. I mean, all of their receivers can catch. Some of them are very dynamic with the ball and they can do things after the catch. It's just going to be a really, a real big challenge for our defense this week. And uh, we just can't expect to shut out every team. And In this one in particular, I I don't know if that's even possible.
1: Offensively, how do you like how your guys match up with their defense?
8: Offensively, I, I like it. Our offense got a lot of yards last week, 377, but When it came down to crunch time, a big fourth down, a big third down, after we drove the whole length of the field, we couldn't get it in the end zone. That score very well could have – we could have had 28 or 35 on the score and we just couldn't get it done. So uh, as far as us matching up with them, I I think that's a better matchup for us uh, I know as as good as our defense is, but I think that's a better matchup. I think it's gonna be our coming out party. you're gonna see you're gonna see our kids a little bit healthier than they have been. you're gonna see us getting blocks connecting on deep balls that we haven't connected on. It's gonna be a little bit different than what you've seen the past couple of weeks.
2: Coach, talk to us for just a few minutes about your kicker in an extra point field goal situation and then again, in your kick and punt coverage teams, how they match up in this game.
8: Well, so we kind of talked about their dynamic players. I mean, they, they just have extremely good athletes and then they put those kids on kickoff return. Uh, so our kickoff has to be ready for these kids. If we are not covering down and, and doing our job and, uh, and getting to where we need to be, it's going to be a long day whenever we kick the ball off to them. And the same goes for punt if we're punted to them and they put their, their most, most athletic kid back there, it's going to be tough. Um, Amarion is his name and he's, he's a beast. So.
1: Well, tell me this, year two in this spot, Um, it's not new now. I mean, your kids have been through this grind and and done it last year. Are you seeing not necessarily a comfort level, but just understanding like it's expected now where they're at, or is it not having to kind of coach that part of it out of them? Like, you know, not the the, the wide eye kind of look of, hey, we're in the semis. Hey, we're in the quarters.
8: (laughs) You you just touched on it. I mean, so we won our district championship, and then we won – you know the quarterfinal game and and there wasn't a whole lot of celebrating and it's like guys you just accomplished something (laughs) like you you know you, you can't just expect to win a state championship every single year it's that's just not that easy we just have a lot of talent uh but yeah we want we want these kids to celebrate and enjoy what they're doing uh and it's not easy so uh they have they do expect it and they almost expect it too much that's what i was getting at is is uh, they kind of expect to win, so they don't celebrate when they do, or or we'll score a touchdown and be like, guys, go go celebrate! What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, so, so I I think they're gonna they kind of know that that this game is a big deal, playing at home in front of all our fans. There's gonna be better weather, a really good team coming to town. Like this is gonna be a big deal, and they're gonna be excited if if we do find a way to pull this game out, though it'll be difficult.
1: Coach, how many seniors do you have? We have eight seniors. Eight seniors. And, and and the the group you have you have so you know 60 plus kids have you been able to get a lot of depth i mean you a lot of these kids now where you can spell not necessarily you know if you got somebody injured but just a player to be able to spell one of your ones just to kind of keep your guys fresh especially for that fourth quarter of these big big time games
8: yeah during the regular season we always try to get those two some some playing time and and see what they can do uh, in class one, it's, it's not quite like class six where you two platoon and have just a starter on offense, a starter on defense. We have uh, about seven guys that go both sides of the ball. Uh, but those guys that, that fill in, yeah, man, they're good to have. So, so we're not starting that same 11 all the time. We can always get a new guy in when someone needs a breather, and, and those twos have adopted that role. I know it's not as fun to be that number two that comes in when someone needs a break, but they, they've done a good job in particular – so one one free safety named Caden Ray came in this last game and, and played for Trevor, who was a little banged up. Trevor Klein, our, our star running back, and, and did a great job. Those guys have been developing all year during some games that were a little more lopsided. And, and to see those guys kind of excel when they get the opportunity is really cool. So we've been able to do that.
1: Well, Coach, uh, this is our, our favorite time of the year. Once you get out of the uh, the Metro and start playing some other teams, we get to openly root <laughs> for you guys. And and you know, Adrian's down there in the other semifinal. We cover them. I've, we are we are chomping at the bit to have an Adrian East Buchanan <laughs> state championship game. So good luck, and hopefully, we're talking to you again next week.
8: Yeah, very true. That would be really fun. So we we appreciate you covering us. Thank you. You do a great job.
1: Well, Coach Walms, Coach Ritter, that team has uh, put itself back in position to have another chance to win a state championship and. Um, they look, it's going to be a tough game. Duchenne's a good team, but, uh, I like, I like East Buchanan's chances. I think that East Buchanan secondary is
2: going to have another test to pass this
1: week without a doubt. No doubt. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our own Cole Young and, uh, kind of break down this class one through four semis. Uh, no class two semi this week, because uh, we have no class two teams left with, uh, Lafayette County and Holden both getting beat. Let's start in class four, Cole. Um, really impressive, uh, by Smithville last week, took, took center out of what they wanted to do and. Um, just an incredible team game and that's their that's their mo three straight years in the in the semifinals the one the state championship last year i'm starting to think they can win it again
9: yeah you know the big thing center has right now is you know they have confidence i think you know and there's everybody oh well wait till you play carney again oh man wait till you see center all they've done has been dismantled both of those teams yes and so you know i know you and i were talking about that earlier this week and just kind of just chatting about it but you know, they make that field goal earlier in this season against Carney and they're undefeated and people are saying, here we go again, you know, they're going to, they're going to rock and roll. And I think, you know, yeah, I think we're, this is going to be a great game, obviously against St. Mary's. Now I don't know that this is the same St. Mary's team from last year, um, but obviously still a very talented team, but you know, what, what you're seeing from, from Smithville is a team that's just, you know, they're, they're not letting teams score, and they're running the ball down your throat. You know, Caleb Donald had, what, 150 yards and three touchdowns last week? You know, that's kind of the winning recipe this time of year. Slow the other team down and just eat the clock up, and that's kind of that winning combination I think you're starting to see.
2: Oh, what what do you think about St. Mary's in, in terms of team speed? Do they present problems? But you know what? Smithville handle team speed, so that's really not an issue for them.
9: Well, that's kind of the thing, right? Uh, you haven't seen any team, sp- team speed like center – Yeah, You haven't seen this, you know, Carney's got all this speed. St. Mary's has all this speed. I think we've, I think we've answered that at this point with, for Smithville, you know, that being said, they're probably going to see the most team speed they've seen all season with St. Mary's and a team that's, you know, St. Mary's is, is 10 and two with, you know, two, two losses out of state to really good teams. Um, what I don't know that St. What I don't know that Smithville has seen is an offense that is as potent as the St. Mary's offense. So we may have I, you know, it may not be a 20 to it may not be a 14-13 type game. I think we could see something in the high 20s. So what Smithville's gonna have to do is either control the clock or be able to get up and down the field.
1: Well, and the thing you talked about the running game last week with Caleb Donnell, and he what he did a fantastic job of and where his big runs came were on cutbacks with over-pursue and, and I think that that's going to be a key for them again this week is as teams with team speed sometimes over-pursue because they're so used to getting someplace quick and they 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 will go too far the other way and center got caught in that a couple times but the one thing that's out there that they haven't had to rely on the last few weeks or a lot this year is Andrew Hedgeforth can throw it with the best of them. right he is as good a quarterback that's out there and pressed to win games Hedgeforth can win games that's the it's not a secret but that's a weapon they haven't had to go to a lot. And he's, he's going to be big for them this week.
9: Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, and don't forget this defense. It's only allowed. Yeah. You know, 13 points in the last two games. So that's, you know, really 13 points in the postseason, actually, if we're keeping track. So that's
1: pretty impressive. Well, when you look at uh, class three, you got a similar setup with the Cardinal Ritter team. It's pretty athletic going to Pleasant Hill. Um, the one thing I think Pleasant Hill has going for it is they have one guy going both ways. Now he's really freaking good in Braden Bush, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. linebacker who does everything on defense and is now turning to be their stud tailback who had the pick six against Maryville. You saw them wear Maryville down in that second half, and I think that's the same thing they're going to do to Cardinal Ritter. I think that their depth, and that's something Smithville has too, is the depth of player. I think that that's where Smithville and Pleasant Hill both win games is because they wear you down.
9: Yeah, I mean, you saw that last week, right? I mean, Smithville was Maryville was back and forth, back and forth with them the whole game, and then it was just like, you know, as as ha- tends to happen this time of year, one team gets, you know, is just able to kind of roll roll over them with, you know, they're not tired, they are fresh, they're still hitting hard, and you know, that's kind of the thing. I mean, Maryville didn't. I guess they scored one touchdown in the second half. Basically, yeah. they got outscored, you know, twenty-two to seven. Um, which yeah, really Pleasant Hill now gets to go home. They get to be the home, you know, have the stands filled. They went into a hostile environment and won. Nobody Um, wins. (laughs) Right. No, it's yeah, it's Maryville's a tough place to play. I think you know, I think if you're if you're Pleasant Hill, you're looking at the weather forecast this weekend and you see a little chance of rain, you're thinking, okay, cool, that's that probably fits them better. It kind of slows things down maybe a little bit. I mean, that being said, this is a very good Cardinal Ritter team. You know, mm-hmm. at twelve and zero, um, you know that has played some big opponents and has, you know, has a couple good wins. You know, over you know Hillsboro is not a bad team, and they they took care of them. Um, but yeah, we're this one's shaking up to be a a, a really big a really big one, I think.
2: You know what I like about Pleasant Hill is I had an opportunity to see them, but they are so physical on both sides of the football, offensively and defensively. They're extremely physical, and they don't back down. They won't back off from them. They're going to come out and hit them in the mouth.
9: I agree. And I what I would say, too, about them this year is, remember last year, they this is a lot of the same kids as last year, and they got down in, like, every single game. And they've got that mental, yeah. that mental toughness, I think that if you do get down, whatever, we've done this before. We've got – and, you know, taking case in point last weekend in Maryville, you know, I think having that mentality of, okay, we haven't won every game by 50 points, so all of a sudden we're down and we're in panic mode, that that's important, you know, this time of year.
1: All right, let's move to Class 1. You're still uh, working this weekend, a semifinal weekend, a home semifinal for Adrian. And, of course, on the other side you got – uh, East Buchanan and Duchenne. We just talked with Coach Ritter, Adrian hosting Monroe City. East Buchanan, Monroe City have been one two all season long. Monroe City, I know they had a guy get hurt, we don't know his status. One of their better players, they just got by, by Lincoln. On the other flip side, Adrian, you said the other day, as healthy as they've been all season,
9: right? Yeah, that's the, the question of the week, I think, is um, the status of two of, of uh, the running backs for Monroe City. Wayland DeGrave and Cameron Jones. Now, Wayland DeGrave went on Twitter and said he's all good. He'll be there. Now he's <laughs> a seventeen-year-old on Twitter, so we'll see. Um, but you're gonna. This could be a game that could be over in an hour and a half. Honestly, um, I think I don't know that Monroe City threw the ball last weekend against Lincoln. They ran it something like fifty-nine times. I think Adrian threw seven passes last week. Um, you're going to have two teams line up and try to smash each other in the mouth in this one. Um, It really, I think it depends on probably who can win that line of scrimmage, just like last week. Now we'll say Adrian getting by Marionville. It wasn't the line of scrimmage because I don't think they won the line of scrimmage, but they won the turnover battle. They won the special teams and they forced Marionville into two empty possessions inside of the red zone. So, you know, it's all about who's making less mistakes this time of year. Um, and so that it's, I, I think if you look at the games, you think, okay, we knew East Buck was going to be here and we knew Monroe city was going to be here probably. And now it's, you know, you got to and Shannon Adrian kind of, uh, hanging out here trying to spoil the party.
2: Oh, what do you like about the Adrian front seven defensively?
9: Um, you know, they, they've got a lot of experience. Um, defensively what they have right now is they had a kid who started as a freshman, Andrew Kendrick who he played he got hurt in the preseason and they kind of just kept him out kept him out kept him out and maybe he'll be back in week six maybe he'll be back in week seven sure enough they just kept him out until i think week nine and he came back well guess who's starting a middle linebacker and who forced a couple fumbles last week right (laughs) and so he's fresh and so he's back that's what i think is the difference maker in that defense um the thing Adrian has for them, and this could play to their detriment right now, is they have a lot of sophomores and juniors playing there. Now it could be the detriment now, but it could help in two or three years. Um, so we'll we'll see what we'll see what comes.
1: Well, and East Buck, I you know, I know Duchenne's a lot like the Cardinal Ritter, um, St. Mary's, you know, athletes and, and that yeah. kind of thing. That, but I think that that East Buck's experience of going out and playing the Savannah and non-con. And the KCI's, I mean, prepared them well, playing good defense. I think their offense is going to be asked to score some more points uh, this week and and a healthy Trevor Klein. And I think their quarterback is a highly underrated kid too. They throw the ball better. They throw the ball better than people give them credit. They they do all, a lot of things good. I think East Buck's got a, a really good shot to go back again.
9: I, I agree. I think East Buck's got a good chance. I think, I think they can throw the ball, but I think this week they're probably going to try to run the ball. I mean, I think mm-hmm. you want the ball in Trevor Klein's hands every possession if possible.
1: Yeah. And even if it's four or five yards a clip, right. just let him, let him grind it out. Right. Cole?
9: I mean, eight, eight yard possession, eight minute possessions. That's what you
1: want right now. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a great weekend and uh, uh, good luck to your Adrian Blackhawks and good luck to East Buchanan as well as we uh, talk about this. All right. Uh, we will talk with you again next week. All right. Thanks guys. All right. That's our own Cole Young. He will be down in Adrian as the Blackhawks take on Monroe city in a class one semifinal. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk with Pleasant Hill coach, Justin Hamilton and Smithville coach Jason Ambrosio still preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
4: Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game. And you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like Tucci Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated.
10: Your computer system on the job? How's that working for you? Your home entertainment system? Still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N dot com.
7: Hey Chiefs Kingdom.
10: all you need to know. 816 Mike's got this.
3: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you see dealer for details deposit may be required welcome
7: back to
1: preps kc's football friday night driven by the mccarthy auto group i'm your host Dion clisso joined as always by the coach harold wamskons and a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like price chopper for four decades now price choppers proudly been going the extra mile throwing real butchers in all their stores triple inspecting produce and offering the best rewards program in town Because as your local family-owned grocer, they know what matters most to your family, too. Again, this year, they were the sponsor of the Price Chopper Student Athlete of the Week. We recognize outstanding student-athletes who worked in their local Price Chopper stores and are champions on and off the field. We appreciate everything Price Chopper has done for high school football, and congratulations to all those students this year. All right, let's go ahead and get back into the football and bring in a coach from one of our REMAX Big Three games, Justin Hamilton. And, Coach, uh, you've got a semifinal game uh, this week against Cardinal Ritter. Good win up at Maryville. We talked about it last week. Got to got to be the fifth to get to the final four. You did that. Great second half. Uh, I, I'm, I'm my main question is: Was your depth of player and your two platoon and the way you guys play? Did you feel like that kind of grind in the, <laughs> the variable down? And you really kind of took over that second half.
11: Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, you could see they were getting tired. But, I mean, also one of the reasons we had so much success was our one kid who we played both ways. He kind of, <laughs> he, uh, he kind of took the game over, man. But uh, it was one of those things our coaches and I talked to afterwards, it was kind of a, the most complete team victory we've had. Not that we went out and shut them out or anything, but, I mean, we had to rotate a fourth the defensive lineman in sometimes. You know, we had to rotate a second safety. You know, we had different kids ready to go when Braden was playing running back and defense. We had to get him off special teams. So everybody's ready to go, which is one of the things I was proud of the most with our kids.
2: Coach, as you go into this game and after last week, what do you feel the strengths of your defense are?
11: Uh, You know, we got really, really good linebackers and really, really good defensive linemen. Um, We feel like we can stop the run just against just about anybody we play. Um, You know, Braden plays linebacker, and our other linebacker, backer, Rick Bratton. Um, he's he's kind of more of our, our play, but when we need a big play, it always seems like Rick's making. If we need a eight-yard sack, he goes and gets it. Um, so we feel really good where we're at there. Um, and then our secondary has just continuously gotten better all year. Um, you know, we, we've stopped the run all year, and we've kind of simplified our coverages, and, and those kids have bought into that. And, uh, you know, that's that, that's what we're hopefully going to use going into this week. Now, I had a whole bunch of different things. I mean, these are two teams that haven't seen you. Other, so I don't really feel like there's a big need to.
1: Well, when you look at Cardinal Ritter, do, do they look like it like center? I mean, is that a similar type of athlete that you're going to see there?
11: Yeah, I mean, and that's what we were kind of comparing it to when you know we gave the kids yesterday off to give ourselves an extra day to prep. Um, and that was kind of what we were talking about. You know, we went through and is this kid better than this kid for center? You know, is this kid better than this kid? <laughs> um, and I mean, they're really, really, really athletic. I don't think they're quite as good as center was up front. Uh, but I mean, they got a receiver going to Michigan, a running back and safety going to Old Miss, which you don't see a lot of class three schools. So, you know, I talked about playing team defense and that stuff. Really, that's truly what's going to have to be this week for us.
2: And, coach, when, when you look at their defense, how does their defense compare to other people you've played? And do you, what do you feel will be the strength of your offense as you go against that defense?
11: Uh, you know, we we were talking the other day how fast they close down. You know, I've heard you talk about it a 100 times on here with center, how fast those guys close everything down. They're fast. Um, now, we believe that we're the more physical football team going in, um, and with how hard our running backs run and our big offensive line, um, we feel like that's an advantage for us going forward. So I'm um, really excited about that. So we're going to run the football and, um, I mean, try to get some quick hitters in terms of the passing game and, like I said earlier, with our defense, we're not going to go away from what we've been doing. Um, it's too when you play a team a second time, it's really hard. But they've never seen us; um, we've never seen them. So let's get really good at what we do and go see if we win a semifinal.
1: Well, one thing I think is in your favor that you know you've got the uh, Kaufman and Bush done such a great job for you as tailbacks. You still got Easton back there, and like if you if you had to get into a let's sling it around the yard. That's still in your DNA. <laughs> yeah, that's no. kind of what like, – It's like you and Smithville are very similar. You haven't had to rely on, you know, they haven't had to rely on hedgecork as much. But if it, it comes down to that, you got that in there that that yeah. you can pull out.
11: <laughs> yeah, and East has been great, man. I mean, all of our kids, our receivers included, it's been just win. They don't care how we do it, just win and keep moving on. So it's been fun to see
1: the the, the two platoon thing in Class Three. The way you guys are able to do that, uh, there there aren't many Class Three teams that can do what you're doing. In terms yeah. of that. And I think that that to me is is a huge strength for you guys, too. And and like you said, the the unselfishness of the kids, yeah. some kids, you know, a lot of times in a smaller school, they want to be on the field all the time. And, yeah. you know, th- but their, their kids are like, OK, I'm going to go sit over here and rest and let another kid play on that defensive side and, and get some get some things done.
11: Yeah, our kids have bought into it, man. Um, You know, this is my third year here. They're fully bought into it. Year one, I mean, we had a few kids who played both ways, but we started so many sophomores that year, and I completely disagree with playing a sophomore both ways that we just – we had those positions kind of picked to where our sophomores were just playing one way and then kind of grew last year and grew to what it it is this year.
2: Coach, I had an opportunity to be at your center game during the season, and I think the thing I came away from there is – The body language that your team had during that game, even though center had some quick strikes, never changed. They believed they were going to be the physical people that you guys want them to be, and they were. They just got outrun a couple times.
11: Yeah. I mean, center was faster than us. That was obvious that we weren't in the right spots. You know, Ja'Cory was really good. Um, But even Saturday, you know, we were down one at halftime, and our kids never wavered. I had no point in time ever felt like we were going to lose that football game. That's why I told them after the game. Um, it was one of the most fun, fun games I've ever coached in. The physicality, the atmosphere, all that. Um, but our kids never wavered. You know, they went up seven to nothing on the second play. Two plays later, we scored to even it back up. <laughs> I was like, "All right, here we go, it's time to last year again." Um, but once we kind of got settled in, that was the biggest thing for our defense at halftime was settle down. You know, Maryville came out running some tempo like we do that we weren't necessarily prepared for. And once we got our kids settled down, we gave up one touchdown in the second half.
1: Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck. Uh, this is the best part of the year because we get to openly root for our Kansas City teams and uh, go punch a ticket to Columbia and, and get that done.
11: We're going to give it our best shot, man. Thank you for everything you guys do.
1: Coach Wallace, Coach Hamilton's got them playing really well. and that, Nobody wins in Maryville. That's a huge win, no matter what happens for them the
12: rest of the season.
2: Well, you know what? I think they will be extremely physical on both sides
1: of the football in this game, and then that will make a difference for them. Yes, it will. All right. We're still here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet. Supercharge your home with the supersonic Wi-Fi and an ultra fast and incredibly powerful connection. All right. Let's move on to class four in the semifinal there and bring in Coach Jason Ambrosen from Smithville, who's done this interview the last uh, three years. You're getting used to doing these Thanksgiving Day radio show interviews, aren't you?
0: I don't know if I'm getting used to it. I know that I enjoy it, though. (laughs) So yeah, it's it's it, it's 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 nice, but that you know us coaches get to be put in this position because we have amazing kids, and so you know I'm just very blessed. So,
1: well, coming off that game last week, and I, I watched all that game, and um, just an outstanding performance against a really talented center team. Took them out of everything that they wanted to do, and your defense again dominant. Um, and and not not anything that we haven't talked about before. Running to the ball, eleven guys there uh that was impressive what you guys did last week now you kind of go and and face another team that looks a little bit like center it's got even more athletes on it um so you guys are just kind of moving right along here another challenge this week
0: it is it's another challenge and that's the way we you know we we handle everything um with that uh that mindset and and yeah it's kind of like people just keep ratcheting up the challenges for us and so um that's good because that's what we want. You know, we talk about it all the time. Let's make sure we're better next week than we were last week and make sure we're better than we were two weeks before that. And that's kind of our, our MO and our focus throughout the year. Hey, it's called the football season for a reason. And so let's, let's learn lessons along the way. Let's apply things to, to getting better and let's find what our roles are. Let's maximize our strengths and minimize our weaknesses and do the same to our opponent and just keep going forward and do it for as long as as we as we possibly can.
2: Coach, how many of your defensive starters this year are returning starters from last year's state <laughs> championship win?
1: Five. Yeah, and that's and it's even less on the offensive side. That's what's so impressive what what you guys have done this year. <laughs> and on the
0: offensive side it's three, you know. Um and, and but the, you know, our JV team was undefeated for two years and I think the scoring differential with that group was like 45 to two during that period of time. And we we had a bunch of kids that, that loved playing football and they, it didn't hurt their feelings that there was kids that were in front of them. You know, a lot of last year's team, there was six kids on five kids on last year's team that started since they were sophomores um, and, and played against Elias in 2018 or in 2020. You know what I mean? And so um, those kids that had had their spot, they were just you know, just seasoned at what they were doing and provided us great, you know, just great leadership and great experience. And a lot of these guys had to buy their time. They had to sit, they had to wait, they had to work hard in the weight room. They didn't get disgruntled. Um, they they just said, hey, we're a team. And when we get our shot, we're going to make the best of it. And so uh, you see kids that have, and 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 honestly, what's even makes it even more amazing. So we put in two kids that started the season on defense that weren't starters a year ago, who both got hurt. And then we had to move some other kids in. And so uh, the fact that we had some kids really step up and, and uh, we lost one kid for the year and we got one back. The fact that other kids stepped up and we moved some people around and, and they just found a way to keep getting better and keep trusting in each other.
2: but all the things that you just said is why they call it a football program, right?
0: I would agree. Yes. And, 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 you know, and I, I'm going to be the first one to say it. I am absolutely blessed. I have, an unbelievably great coaching staff. I could go anywhere in the country as a college coach and I wouldn't be able to put together the staff that I have here. And I I mean that. They are unbelievably great teachers. They are leaders in our building. They're all department chairs. They're highly intelligent. They work real hard. They love kids. They get along with each other. and, And we haven't turned anybody over. We've lost one guy in the last three years, and we've added three because our numbers keep growing. And so that's a testament to the coaches that I have. It's also a testament because people love our kids are so great that guys love coaching our kids and our kids, you know, their parents provide great kids for us to work in this work with in this district, and it is a it is a thing that feeds itself, and um, I'm just one piece of the puzzle, and um, just very fortunate that we have tremendously great kids and great coaches to work with them, and they all they love doing what they're doing together.
1: Well, as you look at this game with St. Mary's offensively. Um, I really liked what you guys did last week. I thought that uh, your your rushing attack, Caleb Donnell, did a fantastic job. I liked his cutbacks and that's where a lot of his big runs came. He was really patient in that run game. And we know what Andrew can do in the passing game as well. What, what kind of things will you guys need to do? I assume establish that run game like you have the last few weeks. What's going to, what's going to be key for you this week?
0: I I think where, where it starts on offense for us is physicality. We have to be physical. We have to change the line of scrimmage. And that's something we take great pride in at the same time. Um, it, it's tough for us at times. We're not as big as some of the people that we play. And so uh, we, we've got to, I mean, that is a big thing for us. And that's one of our program goals. We're always going to try to step out on the field and be the most physical team. And that doesn't mean one play at a time. That means over the, 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 the volume of snaps, you know, you're going to, you're going to win some and you're going to lose some in football, but we want that relentless physical nature to show up over the course of 48 minutes. And so that's going to have to be something that from snap number one until there's four zeros on the clock, we're going to have to maintain that level of physicality. Number two, it's trust. Caleb trusts his guys up front. And so he stays behind them. And when he sees an opening, he, he cuts through it. Same way with Preston Rash and Andrew, those guys have a great deal of trust in one another. And I think that that comes from playing together all these years, you know, all of our kids, they've, these are the same kids that were in fifth grade when I got here, you know, in fourth grade, when I got here that I watched them play, in, in third and fourth grade when, when I first got here and all of our youth kids, they've all been playing together. And um, and it's just fun to see them grow, mature. Some of the the chubby little kids that didn't play very much are now doing great things. And some of the really athletic kids haven't grown and some of the other kids have changed. And, and just to see them uh, morph into all those different positions and do the things. Some of them started out at DBs and now they're as freshmen and now they're, now they're playing D line. And it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just so fun because you know, the kids, you know uh, you know them personally, they're involved in your life, you know, with my son being their age too. It's just fun to see what they do. And um, uh, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm in a really, I'm in a really good spot with a lot of really good things, but it starts with physicality up front and trust.
2: Coach, when you look at St. Mary's defense, what strengths do they bring to the table?
0: Well, they're huge. Um, they're fast. Um, they got two unbelievably great corners. Um, you got power five kids out there on the edge. That's it's not a bad thing. And um, and so, you know, our work's cut out for us from from an athletic standpoint. You know, this is this is this is is center with center plus when it comes to athletes. And so, it's going to come down to us. Um, being smart, not making mistakes, making sure that we're efficient in what we do, and we've always prided ourselves offensively in doing that, as being really efficient. But we've got to be efficient with what we do, and and um, you know, put you know, our our goal it's very simple. Our goal offensively is always to get four yards per play. Doesn't matter what it is, whether it's bubble screen, hitch screen, inside run, outside run, throwing the hitch, throwing the ball. We want we want to get four yards per play. And um, we've got to live within our philosophy and we've got to do the things that we do. And, and that's what we've got to try to to, to to make happen. And if big plays happen, that's great. But that's what it comes down to for us is, is just staying with what we do well and continuing to execute um, on offense.
1: Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck. This is the best time of the year for us because we get to openly root um, for you guys to be playing again next week. And uh, why don't we chat again next week about maybe uh, a game in Columbia?
0: that would be great. We've got a big one coming up this weekend and, and uh, not a big one, just another one, another opportunity. And, <laughs> and we're, uh, we're just happy to have that opportunity, you know, here in Smithville and we've got great fans and great people in a great community. And I, I'm just, I'm just blessed to be a part of it. So thank you guys for all you do.
1: All right. That is Smithville coach, Jason Ambrose. And he's got the class four semifinal against St. Mary's. We come back. We'll talk with our own Andy Meyer and do our picks with the pros. You're listening to preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy auto group well it's
7: lonesome in this old town everybody puts me down i'm a face without a name just walking
3: that may be required
6: just like there are right handers and left handers night owls and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. In-store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
10: Hey, it's Derek Johnson, and I'm pumped up both for football season and school season sheet metal workers local number two want to make this your best school year ever so they're awarding a fifteen thousand dollar facilities enrichment grant parents teachers and students can submit nominations at helpmymocanschool.com with a winner selected october 21st make this the best school season ever and get your nominations to helpmymocanschool.com proudly powered by sheet metal workers local number two
5: the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me.
7: I've got this.
3: Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this.
7: Hey, Chiefs Kingdom.
1: Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons, and we are here in the Preps KC studio, powered by expanding Internet, the fastest internet with multi-gig speeds to the most homes. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our own Andy Meyer. Uh, Andy, I know you haven't covered uh, games the last few weeks, but uh, let's start talking about Liberty North and that that game last week with you. Looked good for a half. I watched that game, and then CBC decided, well, work fast. And, and we're going to hit some angles and we're going to run the ball and didn't throw through two passes the entire second half and and just dominated that second half. And that's similar to what happened to him in the state championship game last year. No turnovers this time around, just, just a little bit better athlete out there.
12: I was going to say, you start looking at the overall numbers, just back from the game. It's just like, they played a relatively, you know, clean game, mm-hmm. uh, not, not a, you know, just a few penalties, no turnovers. And if you were to look at it on its face, a lot of those, you know, you're going to say they w- would have been right in the game, but it, I I, have seen that happen a couple of times this year, Uh, you know, personally when Oak park uh, on a couple of those occasions was just like, until you can stop our run game, we're going to, we're going to do that until you make us do something different until we stop picking up first downs and moving the chains and scoring. And, you know, a a lot of times um, Liberty North had, you know, look at the best athlete on the field, right? Liberty North's got plenty of them. Uh maybe no more so than Melvin Laster, what a talent he is. Uh, but Jeremiah Love is a special player and he <laughs> proves that beyond a shadow of a doubt um in that game. And there's a reason why he's recruited to and going to Notre Dame next year. So um, you know, tip your hat to uh, to CBC for figuring out that they can just, you know, run right over the top of uh of Liberty North and do so in that dramatic of a fashion when you would have never sort of bet that you know Liberty North would have given up that kind of totals on the ground as experienced as physical as their defense is uh they were you know CBC was just that much better and so you know definitely a, a tough end to, to this undefeated season for a team would have loved to see seen that at least Summit North you know Liberty North matchup uh again to see sort of how like in the chess moves like how they were tried to attack each other after the the first round but um you know it'll Still a remarkable season for Coach Learman and, and that uh, that entire team.
2: This question is for both of you. Based on what we just saw from the CBC thing and Liberty North, is CBC capable of doing the same thing to Lee
1: Summit North? I'll go first. I think Lee Summit North's got a little more speed to match with them. And the other thing I think that Lee Summit North has is Caden Green and the offense to keep, that other offense off the field. Um, that's the, that's the thing. If they load up and like they did against DeSmet and just got behind Kane Green, they, they dominated that offensive line of DeSmet. So that's my thought. What do you, what are you thinking?
12: A hundred percent. And, you know, you talk about, you know, marquee talent for and five-star recruits that how many of them do they have on that, uh, on that Lee Summit North team, like just, talent all over the field. It's kind of ridiculous when you start looking position by position, even in, and if they do get in a situation where Williams and wary and all those guys can slow down the run game and they do have to go past their secondary is remarkable too, um, and are able to make plays. So uh, I would, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out, but sort of uh, talent for talent, you have to say that that there's going to be some really uh, great matchups on, you know, guys that are playing at a really high level, right now uh, and, you know, on down the line on Saturdays and maybe even Sundays, So it's going to be uh, – re- that, that matchup is going to be fun to watch.
1: And that was a one-score game that Lisa North was about ready to punch in and take the lead in last year and didn't get it, uh, missed a field goal there. So that's – I mean, it was a close game last year, and I think it could be that way again. The only thing that is this is Lisa North's first time. You never know what the, the lights of, of Furrow Field will be on them. Real quick before we let you go, Class 5, Florida Sage, another solid win. They go to Cape Central, who's kind of a, a surprise team. I know Carthage sits on the other side of the bracket. Um, they've got to win uh, one more game. I like the way Fort Osage
12: is playing. <laughs> they are playing championship football at the right time, Andy. Uh, absolutely. And and another one of those uh, teams, and they've, they've been solid all year long, but really yeah. rounding into their best shape um, at the right time. Uh, not only, you know, even in a game against Green Valley, they weren't able to uh, run the ball with River Peppers, you know, only 43 yards and 25 carries, you know, having his – Average is obviously much higher than that, but then let's, let's get Lorenzo Fenner involved. Right. And, you know, 10 (laughs) grabs for more than a hundred yards. I've only seen that a couple of times over the last couple of years. uh, And he's never had uh, know what kind of a talent he is, but for him to have that kind of performance when they need him to, and be able to like throw the ball and you know, what's going to him. So it's just like, those are, those are the, the big time players that uh, and the big time plays that, uh, that, Porto Sage is going to need if they want to keep moving on, but a really, you know, solid win for them uh, against Grain Valley and be really fascinating to see uh, if they can keep making strides and find themselves, uh, you know, back in that championship game. They've got that, you know, caliber and tradition uh, to rely on. So hopefully they can uh, keep that going.
1: Well, Andy, have a good weekend and and, uh, we will chat with you again next week.
12: Sounds good. Thank you.
1: All right, that's our own Andy Myers, done great work for us all season long as part, part of the media committee uh, for the Simonis. All right, Coach, let's go ahead and get into the picks this week. We are going to start off with state championship games on the Kansas side. Womigo and Bishop Miege, Coach, what do you think about this one? You know what? Remember, we always talk
2: about loyalty to the Kansas City Metro. I'm going to be extremely loyal this entire week and just tell you why I think my team's going to win. I think. Bishop Meage receivers do not drop
1: passes and the strength of their schedule. I'm picking Meage. I like Meage as well. I don't think Wemigo's played anybody uh, that's close to them and can do everything that they do. And let's not kid ourselves. The the Meage defense is is highly underrated because their offense is so good. They shut down a power physical running game last week, and Sean Carroll, uh, they will do it again. Well, speaking of defense, let's talk about Mill Valley. Do I think they'll shut out Mays? No. Would I be shocked? No. Uh, but I think they get the win here. I think Mill Valley is a better team. I think their defense is too good. Coach, I'm going Mill Valley.
2: Maze is undefeated, but you know what? Mill Valley has also has quarterback Hayden Jay. I'm going to go with Mill Valley also.
1: All right, Gardner-Edgerton versus Manhattan. Uh, both these teams haven't been there in a long time. Uh, Gardner-Edgerton since 2009, Manhattan since 2001. Coach, what do you think? I
2: like the Gardner offensive depth position and the skill position players. I'm going to
1: go with Gardner. I'm gonna go with Gardner as well. Okay, we got one out of the area. A fun one here: Lamar and Seneca in the Class Two semifinal. Lamar uh, handled Holden last week, fifty-four to nothing. Seneca beat them in the regular season. Coach, I like Seneca in this game.
2: You know what? I lost. I lost on so a pick to Lamar last week, so I'm gonna go with Lamar <laughs> this week to make the difference. All right, now we're back with local teams: Adrian and Monroe City. Coach, what do you think? Oh, you know what? These seniors at Adrian have won 29 games in the last, in their three years as sophomores, juniors, and seniors. I'm going to go with
1: Adrian. To stay alive. I'm going to go with Adrian as well. Okay. The other class one semifinal, Duchenne at East Buchanan. Coach, I love East Buchanan in this game. I think they're going to, I think they're probably going to repeat as champions, but I think that they are battle tested and are showing they can do it with defense, with offense. They can do it any way to get the job done. And you know how I feel about defending state
2: champions. I'm going with East Buchanan also. Plus, they've got Trevor Klein.
1: Yes, they do. A, a Fontana finalist. All right. Pleasant Hill hosting Cardinal Ritter. Coach, what do you think about this one?
2: I think Ritter's defense, They the Ritter defense could be an issue, but I think Pleasant Hill's defense has improved every week. I'm going to go with Pleasant Hill
1: and their offensive line. I think their depth is the key here. Um, the, the only one guy – they have one guy, two platoons, the best guy they got, Braden Bush. Uh, but I like Pleasant Hill as well. Okay, Smithville and St. Mary's. Coach, I think Smithville's – you know, three weeks ago I was on the center train and, and there's no doubt about that. They showed me a ton this week. I'm going with Smithville. I think Smithville's going to win another state championship.
2: I think you're absolutely right. I'm going to go with Smithville, particularly because they played such a great game last week against center.
1: All right, Fort Osage at Cape Girardeau Central. Nothing like a good five-hour bus ride to go play a football game. Coach, what do you think? I'm sure that Cape Girardeau has seen a lot of film on Fort
2: Osage. Don't kick it to a lens offender. He's going to take it back to the house. I'm going to go with
1: Fort Osage. I'm going to go with Fort Osage, too. I think Green Valley did everything right last week, except the wind was blowing in their face, and that got the ball the Finner's hands, and 90 yards later, he was in the end zone. Uh, And he had a big game last week as a receiver as well. He's a Taylor Finals. He's a fantastic player. Okay, last one, CBC versus Lee Summit North. Do we get a Class 6 state champion back in Kansas City? I hope so. I'm going to pick Lee Summit North. I think their defense... And all the multiple things they do offensively gives them an edge. I like Lee Summit North as well. I think they're going to get the job done. Okay, that's our picks with the pros for Week 14. We will have coverage of all the games this weekend, so be sure to kind of tune in on Saturday for all the games, and uh, we will have our live scoreboard as well as we get coverage of state championships in Kansas Class Three or Four, Five, and Six, and Missouri Class Six and semifinals in One through Five. You're listening to Prep's KC's Football Friday Night. Driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
11: You've been listening to Preps Casey's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Preps Casey's Football Friday night is brought to you by REMAX, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper, Beunion.com, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the Deepest Quali Moore law firm.
4: When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes, Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for RE-MAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is RE-MAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app, each office independently owned and operated.
10: Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this.
5: The
3: perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit at shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required.
10: Your computer system on the job? How's that working for you? Your home entertainment system? Still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at b e y o u n i o n. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com.
6: Just like there are right-handers and left-handers, night owls and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. In-store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
7: Points.